Are those South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. South Point Casino's race book has you covered. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. When a first responder or veteran doesn't return home and leaves behind a young family, Tunnel to Towers supports them. The foundation pays off their mortgages and lifts their financial burdens through their Gold Star Family Home Program and Fallen First Responder Home Program. Through their Smart Home Program, catastrophically injured veterans and first responders regain their independence with a mortgage-free home, especially a Adapted to meet their unique physical needs. Tunnel to Towers also provides housing assistance and services to our nation's homeless veterans through their Homeless Veteran Program. They are helping more than 2,000 in 2023 because no veteran should be living on the streets of the country they signed up to protect. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices made by our nation's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas Radio Network. From the gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now, to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Well, okay. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program on this almost Friday, Thursday, Super Bowl week show. Coming to you live and direct from the Super Bowl capital and your gaming capital as well, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at the South Point Studios at the South Point Hotel Casino Complex right here on the Las Vegas Boulevard Strip. No doubt about it. We're getting ready and we're cranking here in this town. Everything is just going crazy. It's celebration up and down and everywhere else want to remind you that the South Point is having big parties here in the ballrooms, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We'll talk a little bit more about that later on. But uh, all I, I got to tell you is you can save thousands of dollars by just coming here and enjoying yourself here at the South Point rather than paying that exorbitant amount of money to get in the crowd and go to the game. And we're right down the street from the game. And, oh, by the way, there's a few bets you can make along the way on the game as well. All right, well, we'll get started with uh, covering horse racing now on the Race Day Show, reminding you that we're not only here at the South Point Studio 
on the YouTube. You go to YouTube, hit South Point Studio, and you'll see us and you'll hear us. Uh, we're streaming on there. If you haven't already uh, subscribed, what the heck are you doing? Subscribe. Get, you know, get there and hit the subscribe. It's free. And uh, you'll be able to keep up with us uh, and all the uh, days ahead. And, of course, uh, we have many different platforms, Ron, like our local radio station here, our anchor station for listeners, and that is, of course, Sports Talk 1400 AM, 107.1 FM. And then our websites that stream, racedaylasvegas.com, .vegas.world. we got all those dots. And, of course, your iPhone and your Android can't leave those out, right, because you can't live without them. And you can get your KSHP app that you put on your phone. You can hear us on that, as well as many different podcasting sites as well. Simply put, however, wherever, whenever, welcome to this almost Friday, Thursday, almost Super Bowl weekend, Race Day Las Vegas radio and TV program. All right, listen, we got a lot to to cover here. First of all, the weather. It's cold here and damp. We had another round of uh, heavy rain that went through overnight. It ended about 4 o'clock this morning. Driving into the studio this morning, the clouds subsided. And it w- the sun started to rise, and it's going to be a beautiful day out here. It's going to be wet out there, but it's going to be a beautiful day. Right now, it's 39 degrees, and we're only going to get up to 47 today. And that is the scope of uh, pretty much the temperature patterns through the rest of the weekend, although the sun will be shining. It'll be great. But we're going to be in the uh, low to mid-30s overnight, and we will be, be- between the low uh, and the mid and high 50s during the daytime. So make sure you get your coats as well as everything else you bring with you here in Las Vegas. That's the weather. But uh, the, the rains have gone for a while. I don't know what's happening next week, but for now, we're going to start to dry out, but it will be cold here in Las Vegas. As far as the weather around the country, uh, that, of course, uh, you know, is affecting uh, weather conditions, affecting the racetracks, there are no cancellations today. No cancellations today. That storm that went through here and through the northern part of uh, the West Coast and through California is now making their way across Arizona, etc. There's snow in portions of northern Arizona and portions of the eastern part of uh, Nevada and uh, as well as uh, parts of Utah. As far as any other snow is concerned right now, it's up near the Canadian border in the uh, Midwest. And right now the East Coast is clear. Right now, the East Coast is clear. But here's the deal. If you remember, when we were talking yesterday, both with Jonathan Hardoon and John Lendo, we were talking about the recent cancellations in Southern California because the unseasonable uh, dumping, flooding type of rain, uh, you know, uh, amounts in Southern California. But that meant not only were the racing days canceled, but the horses couldn't train on the racetracks as well. We were talking about it yesterday, how the the horses have been under the shed row for several days, and uh, the racetrack uh, is is still closed. I think it's going to start opening for uh, training uh, tomorrow or later on today. But in any case, they drew the Friday card at Santa Anita. The weather is not the problem now. The, the, The problem is the horse's fitness to run in these races. And so the racetrack, the racing establishment at Santa Anita, decided to cancel tomorrow's racing card Friday. The Friday card has been canceled due to the fact that the horses need a couple of more days of training. So tomorrow Friday's card will be transferred to next Thursday. 
That's usually a day off at Santa Anita. But the Friday card goes to next Thursday. We will be racing Saturday and Sunday at Santa Anita, but because of the lack of training for the horses, this time caused the cancellation for tomorrow's racing. Now, with transferring it to next Thursday and the President's Day holiday coming the Monday after next Thursday, they're going to have racing Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday at Santa Anita. Five straight days that make up for the uh, lost day tomorrow on Thursday and the holiday on Monday the following week. Follow that bouncing ball? So we're going to, uh, there won't be any racing at Santa Anita tomorrow. Simply put, that's it. Okay, no cancellations today. We're, we were looking at the uh, cancellations and, and the effect they had on racing across the country, really, uh, in addition to, to California, of course, the East Coast as well. Through the month of January, through the month of January, the drop in handle at the racetracks because of these cancellations across the country was 10.8%. But the per race betting, Race betting on each race rose to 9.8%. Now, what does that tell you? That tells you that the players want to play out there. Just give them the product they want to play. And so we uh, hope that uh, most of the uh, the bad weather or the exceptionally uh, extreme weather is now making its way out of the atmosphere and, and starting to get our typical winter weather, which uh, you can race in, that's for sure. But that that's, uh, that's where it goes right now. So they canceled... On Friday at San Anita again next week, racing will be from Thursday the 15th of February right through Monday the 19th of February, and that is, of course, President's Day. A couple of quick notes about some of the horses you've been watching and performing. Where are they going next? Well, the Florida, uh, the Hades, the winner of the uh, weekend uh, Holy Bowl at, uh, at uh, Gulfstream, uh, Hades is uh, pointing towards the Florida Derby. Might uh, very well skip the Fountain of Youth, go right from the Holy Bowl to the uh, Florida Derby. A horse uh, called Locked for Todd Pletcher that was supposed to run this weekend in the uh, Sam Davis, which they drew the field for, is not in it because this horse is sick and is on the sidelines. Locked did not make uh, for Todd Pletcher the Sam Davis. However, Todd Pletcher does have two horses entered in the uh, Sam F. Davis this weekend, part of the Tampa Bay uh, Derby Series on the way to the Kentucky Derby. Mystic Dan, the winner of the um, race uh, the Southwest at Oakland Park, he's going to skip the next stepping stone there on the way to the Kentucky Derby. He will uh, start next. They're appointing for the Arkansas Derby, which, of course, is the, the end of the Derby Trail there at Oakland Park. And Uncle Heavy, the winner of the Wood Memorial, I mean the winner of the Withers, will be heading towards the Wood Memorial. He's going to skip the middle uh, prep race as well. And uh, there's a special horse that's been running at Oaklawn Park. i got to tell you, the Sprinter Skelly. I'm sure you saw him. He won his seventh race in a row, most of them stakes races, when he won the, won the uh, King Cotton the other day at Oaklawn Park. Uh, he is now heading towards... Riyadh for the Saudi Cup night of racing. He will run in the $1.5 million Riyadh dirt sprint there in Saudi Arabia on the Saudi Cup uh, day of racing, and that is on the 24th, coming up on the 24th here of this month. Looking for his eighth win in a row, seven in a row for this, uh, this fantastic sprinter, Skelly. 
All right, you got an update on most of uh, what else is going on in racing. I want to remind you that this coming weekend, the Sam Davis, as we were talking about, the only race uh, this weekend around the country that holds Kentucky Derby leaderboard points, uh, 20 uh, points for the leaderboard there for the Sam Davis, and two races this weekend that will hold 20 points for the Kentucky Oaks leaderboard. That on the same uh, day uh, on Saturday as the Sam Davis will be the Suncoast, that Suncoast Stakes is for three-year-old fillies holding 20 points for the Kentucky Oaks leaderboard. And the rescheduled La Virginas, the Las Virginas that was scheduled to go last Sunday at Santa Anita when they canceled, that will go also on Saturday. That race for three-year-old fillies also holds 20 points for the Kentucky Oaks leaderboard as well. So you got one for the Derby, two for the Kentucky Oaks this weekend around the country as we continue to count down for the Kentucky Derby, and we continue to count down right here in Las Vegas, Nevada, or down the street at the big Super Bowl coming up. And more, I got to tell you, we'll have Rich Eng along uh, with us, giving us a few more thoughts about proposition bets, which are getting very popular now when you bet the Super Bowl. And, of course, Jonathan Hardoon will be with us. We'll take a first glance at the Sam Davis, wait for his pick on Saturday, but we'll take a first glance at the Sam Davis with uh, Jonathan Hardoon. And, of course, John Lenda will be with us. He's going to give us an update on Southern California, and he has a Gulfstream Park sheet today, so we'll get a pick out of him for that. And, of course, Jerry J. will continue his thoughts on handicapping and betting strategies with the Power Pages as well, and your racing menu, which will be coming up right after this first break. And we'll go to our first break as we continue building up the excitement for this weekend's racing and, of course, the Super Bowl as well. Can you stand it? I'm telling you, it's going to be great. Don't go away. We will be right back. And don't forget, hit subscribe if you're watching us on YouTube at the South Point Studios location. We'll be back. South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Race Day Las Vegas for this almost Friday, Thursday race day show. And looking at the preliminary horses that are, are, are heading towards or uh, expected to go in the Saudi Cup, they have a preliminary list out now. They include horses, uh, Lemon Pop, a uh, uh, horse I, I would imagine from Japan, uh, along with Ushaba Tesaro. He's uh, heading for that. Derma Sotagata, uh, Derma so- Sotagati. Uh, the horse that uh, Jonathan Ardoon was uh, trying to reference the, uh, yesterday for the Derby. That horse is going. So those are Japanese horses. Crown Prince as well. Wide Barrio from uh, America, the winner of the, uh, the Breeders' Cup uh, Classic. Uh, Emblem Road. Saudi Crown, a horse that's very well meant uh, from the Brad Cox barn, a recent stakes winner. A Hoist the Gold. Senor Buscador, who, uh, as we know, finished second in the... Uh, 
Pegasus World Cup. Arabian Night, uh, we have Power in Numbers, Maisho Herio, uh, National Treasure, uh, big winner uh, recently, of course, Luxembourg, uh, Isolate, Defunded, Scotland Yard, Derivo, and Carmel Road. Carmel Road, of course. And those are some of the horses that are pointing towards the Saudi Cup. We'll wait and see about that. All right, time to get started with the uh, racing menu. And uh, real quick, uh, just to give you a recap of what happened yesterday, we didn't have uh, much to go on yesterday, but uh, Jonathan Ardoon gave us a couple of horses yesterday. He gave us a pick at Gulfstream Park. That horse ran third. And another pick at Tampa Bay. That horse also ran third. So he's given us live horses, that's for sure. We just need a little bit more luck and racing luck, I think. Pick six yesterday, by the way, at Gulfstream paid 11932 But they have a carryover. Here's the menu of racetracks available today in the Racebook Simulcast Centers and racetracks around the country. Reminding you the first post times we broadcast on this racing menu each and every day. Reflect that of the Pacific Time Zone. Why? Because we're here in Las Vegas. These will be the first post times that roll out right in the racebook here at South Point and, in the, of course, in the entire Pacific Coast. These first post times are Pacific. If you're listening anywhere around the world on all the different platforms that we have, we know you're in a different time zone, so adjust to the Pacific Time Zone. Make sure you don't miss anything like that first time this mom and dad. All right, here's the menu for today. We begin your racing menu with Gulfstream Park. Gulfstream Park. First post time is 9-10 for their uh, nine-race card. Gulfstream Pick 6 Jackpot Carryover stands at $113,680. First post time at Gulfstream is at 9-10 for their nine-race card. Mahoning Valley is next. Mahoning Valley Racecourse has a pick six jackpot carryover $8,461. Their first post time for their eight race card at Mahoning is at 945. Then we go to the Fairgrounds, New Orleans, the Fairgrounds. Hopefully the track is getting nice down there. They've been having some bad weather down there. But uh, Fairgrounds has uh, 10 races. Most of those races are full fields at the Fairgrounds today. And uh, their first post time at the Fairgrounds is set at uh, 10.45, 10.45 at the uh, fairgrounds today. Next comes Sunland Park. Sunland Park has nine races, no quarter horses, all thoroughbreds today at Sunland. A couple of small carryovers there. Sunland Super High 5 carryover, $1,694. Uh, that at Sunland Park today, only uh, really one carryover, and that's it. First post time, Sunland, for nine races, 11.25. Then we go to Turf Paradise in Phoenix, Arizona. Turf Paradise. First race is a quarter horse race. Second race is a quarter horse stakes race. Races three through eight will be uh, thoroughbred races. The thoroughbred stakes race is the seventh on the card today at uh, Turfway. I mean Turf Paradise, I should say. Turf Paradise has a pick six jackpot carryover, $5,746. First post time, Turf Paradise, 1140. Then we go to Turfway Park. Turfway Park has nine races today. Their first post time is 2.55, and they still have full fields there at Turfway. Uh, Turfway Park has a super high five carryover, $1,694. They also have a pick six jackpot carryover of $2,756. Nine races, first post time at Turfway Park is at 2.55. Then we get to Penn National. Penn Nat has eight races today. Their super high five jackpot carryover, $4,112. First post time, Penn National, 3 o'clock. Delta Downs has eight races. Their first post time is 3.15. And uh, Charlestown, 
Uh, they have, uh, let's see, eight races there at Charlestown, and their first post time at Charlestown today is set at 4 p.m., and they have a pick six jackpot carryover at $31,455 first post time, 4 p.m. at Charleston. And that's the racing menu. No late cancellations. No cancellations this time. That's uh, that's your racing menu for today. Let's bring in Jonathan Hardoon. Jonathan, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How are you? Well, uh, it's damp and wet and just plain cold outside for us. But I got to tell you, at least the rain stopped. It was pounding all night long. It was uh, really something. But it's out of here now. Cool. Well, that's good. Hopefully it stays away, and uh, hopefully it gets out of Southern California soon because uh, (laughs) they're really up against it there. Yeah, and I know, you know, like, uh, you know, people are saying, what are they canceling for Friday? It's going to be beautiful out there, but the horses just haven't had enough time to to continue to train and be fit enough to run without maybe injuring themselves because they're not fit as well, you know. Yeah, and trainers aren't going to enter if they, you know, if there's any chance that there's anything could go wrong. They're certainly overly cautious, but you have to be. You have no choice. I mean, you know, they're very tough there, and uh, hopefully Saturday and Sunday go smooth. Yeah, there's a lot of things that are like uh, converging all at one time, making it difficult to keep a, a, a schedule going on in Southern California. But if the weather is fine next week, we got. Five straight days of racing at San Anita. Now we'll take a look at what's going on there in Southern California if Mother Nature becomes a racing fan over the weekend. All right, uh, we've got the Sam Davis out at uh, Tampa Bay uh, this weekend. Several stakes races on the card there at Sam Davis. As a matter of fact, uh, there uh, I'm sorry, at Tampa Bay, there will be four stakes races highlighted by the Sam Davis, which is a grade three for three-year-olds. It'll be the 10th race on the card on Saturday. Uh, Milan 16th, uh, $250,000 up for grabs, three-year-olds, but more importantly, 20 leaderboard points for the Kentucky Derby leaderboard. And uh, I'll tell you what, they, they got a full field there. Yeah, no one scared anyone away, that's for sure. There are no, you know, big names in there. The interesting horse to me, just at first glance, is uh, Pletcher sends a horse up there, Agate Road. If you remember, last Saturday had the favorite in the big race at Florida, and this horse was entered in that race. I guess he didn't want them to go against each other, so he scratched Agate Road, pointing for this spot. So I think that's certainly a positive sign. And looking at the field real quick for the listeners out there, number one is El Principito, uh, which uh, is a long shot in the race. The two is Tireless, one of uh, one of the uh, Pletcher entries. The three is Patriot Spirit. Uh, the four is Crazy Mason. The uh, five is No More Time. The six is Ag- Agate Road, uh, with uh, Todd Pletcher's second entry there. The seven, and by the way, Jose Ortiz is going to ride there on uh, Agate Road. Uh, the seven is uh, Agate Road or Agate Road? How do you pronounce it? I would say Agate, but don't count on me. All right, so I couldn't get that book Chimachi from yesterday. <laughs> That's right. All right. Agate Road is the six. The seven is Copper Tax. The eight is Ever Do It. Uh, the nine is Change of Command. The 10 is West Saratoga. The 11 is Fulaminio. And uh, the 12 is Elysian Meadows. Uh, so Elysian Meadows, by the way, trained by uh, Bill Mott. Uh, not too many horses ring a bell to me, but uh, the two that you were uh, the two that uh, you know I see that are mentioned uh, come from Todd Pletcher's barn. Well, if you remember yesterday, you made the announcement that he actually had fifty-four horses nominated for the Triple Crown. So you're going to start to see a couple of them, I guess, and you're going to start to see a couple of them running against each other. 
You know, but again, the fact that he scratched Agate Road or Agate Road, whatever it is, to me means something. You know, I mean, they thought that that other horse that was one to five, you know, was going to win. And uh, I'm sure they scratched with the intention of running here. And, and that's what they did. Now, uh, of course, uh, as you say, Pletcher has an abundance of uh, horses at least nominated to the Triple Crown, and so he's going to have to start running some of these horses somewhere if he's uh, seriously thinking about getting them in the starting gate on the uh, first Saturday in May at Churchill Downs. But talking about Tampa Bay Downs now, you you do a sheet, you handicap Tampa Bay Downs. You've always thought that that racetrack is really a neat little track, but as as far as uh, the track conditions, etc., and this will be run on the main track, and it is organic. It's a dirt track. Uh, how right. does this racetrack usually play? It's usually important to have a work or or a race over the track. You know, um, I was looking closely. I see a couple of horses actually have run there in the past, so they get a slight edge. But the dirt, you know, you still have to have the horse, Ralph. It's a fair track. It's not a speedway, and uh, it's actually pretty good racing. It, a lot of days, it's better than Gulfstream, to be honest with you. All they have there is dirt and turf, and uh, that's what I prefer. So no tapita, no synthetic, real dirt and real turf. And of the jockeys that uh, perform there, uh, I guess uh, I'm not too familiar with the uh, top jocks there, but uh, there's got to be a few, don't you think? Yeah, you got Antonio Gallardo, you got Sammy Camacho, you got Michael Sanchez, who seems to ride everywhere, and wherever he rides, he rides well. He's usually based in parks, but he's been shipping uh, down to ride there, and he rides for Jamie Ness, who has a big barn there, and uh, he's very successful. Uh, you know, you got uh, Centennial, who's been there for years, who's always been there. You got a handful of guys that are good. And of course, this weekend, you have Paco Lopez coming, Jose Ortiz, Junior Alvarado. So uh, it's a little of something for everyone. Well, we know those top jockeys are going to be following potential horses to get to the Kentucky Derby, that's for sure. And every one of the jockeys you talked about that are shipping in there are following uh, trainers that have horses that are pointing for the Kentucky Derby, too. So that's, that's what's going to happen at this time of the year, that's for. For sure, every one of the top jockeys around the country looking to not only secure a Kentucky Derby mount, but a good Kentucky Derby mount as well. And a lot of these jockeys will ride several horses in several different races and figure it out with their uh, their uh, jock agent, their agent, a little bit later on in the year. But uh, looking at that, and of course, we'll get your selection uh, for the uh, Sam Davis and uh, possibly uh, even the uh, Suncoast for the three-year-old Phillies on saturday but we uh we have some racing to do today here my man we do ralph and we're gonna look well gulfstream's the main game in uh, town today and we're gonna look at the eighth race today at gulfstream it's five furlongs on the tapita and i really like the number nine horse in here bubbly champagne uh, this is a three-year-old filly from the jose d'angelo this filly has five career starts and she's improved in each and every one of them she gets lasix today for the first time jose ortiz aboard to ride she's listed at six to one on the morning line i like number nine bubbly champagne to win today's eighth race set at gulfstream park well let's pop the cork and victory for this one and celebrate within the uh, eighth race, number nine, Bubbly Champagne. Uh, Jose Ortiz aboard a ride, and of course, that doesn't hurt. In the eighth race, the uh, nine horse, Bubbly Champagne, is Jonathan Hardoon's pick for the race day listeners. And of course, Jonathan, you got a full sheet uh, for Gulfstream Park today. Correct. Okay. Only one you did today, right? Every, That's it. Everybody else is closed. <laughs> there's no New York, there's no California, there's. Uh... 
That's it. <laughs> There's me, no Oklahoma. Let me let me ask you this, uh, because I'm not really privy to following uh, the New York racing and their scheduling, et cetera. But do they normally take uh, Thursdays off at this time of the year because of the winter time, or what? For this month, they do it, but they're actually added a uh, racing date, I think, on the 29th of February because they had some cancellations. Sure. So they're going to try to make up those days, and they'll, they'll, they added a Thursday, which they usually dark throughout uh, this month of uh, February, and uh, March they go back to f- uh, four-day weeks. Okay, good enough there. Thanks a lot, Jonathan, and uh, get to work because uh, we got uh, – by the way, you know, I – you can also give us a Super Bowl pick on Sunday as well, you know. I'll save it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah, save it for Sunday, right. <laughs> I'd like to save it for Monday if I could. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, that would be nice. I'll bet you'll be right, too. Uh, probably. Uh, and, and you'll probably even, uh, you know, get the actual uh, score of the game if we wait for Monday. <laughs> Thank you, Ralph. Stay safe and be well. All right. You got it, my man. Jonathan Hardoon there. Uh, from his uh, domicile in uh, upstate New York at Saratoga. All right, we're going to take a break, and then when we come back, we'll give you the lowdown on all the great parties that are going to be here at the uh, South Point for the Super Bowl that you don't have to pay $10,000 for, not even 10,000 cents. They're free. We'll be back. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. When a first responder or veteran doesn't return home and leaves behind a young family, Tunnel to Towers supports them. The foundation pays off their mortgages and lifts their financial burdens through their Gold Star Family Home Program and Fallen First Responder Home Program. Through their Smart Home Program, catastrophically injured veterans and first responders regain their independence with a mortgage-free home, especially adapted to meet their unique physical needs. Tunnel to Towers also provides housing assistance and services to our nation's homeless veterans through their Homeless Veteran Program. They are helping more than 2,000 in 2023 because no veteran should be living on the streets of the country they signed up to protect. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices made by our nation's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. All right, back on Race Day Las Vegas. Now, listen, it's Thursday. Everybody's going to make their plans for the Super Bowl, where you're going to be, who you're going to be with, and whatever else you need to do to get it done. So this Thursday planning day, here's the deal. There are going to be big game parties throughout this massive complex at the uh, South Point. Simple. In the race book, showrooms naturally. Big screen TVs, Super Bowl will be on. In the race book, as soon as the races are over, they're going to turn that into more viewing for people who want to go in the race book or the people who are, who are been in races can stay right there and watch the game there. 
but they will open the entire second floor of ballrooms and meeting rooms for all sorts of parties. Now, you see on the screen, the Grand Ballroom will be open, the Exhibit Hall will be open, the Napa Meeting Room will be open, all these showrooms will be open, the showroom will be open, etc. Now, they've got seating, they tell me, for 4,000 people in these rooms, not to mention the big property here on the ground floor where the studio is with the South the uh, the race and sports book behind us and of course the two lounges and showrooms as well this is the place to be for one reason only you can park your car for nothing you walk in through the door for nothing and if you get here early enough you can get a seat for nothing the parties are free and there's uh, plenty of them all around and all you got to do is show up and enjoy yourself by the way, you can bet a few bucks here or there. There's plenty of proposition bets out there. We're going to be going to uh, Rich Ang in just a moment for that. And, of course, great food and beverage deals. You're not going to pay 20 bucks for a beer here or any type of that food stuff. It's going to be great here. It's the way the Super Bowl was and should be for all of you guys out there that uh, just want to sit and have a good time and not mortgage your house to do it. This is the place to do it. Come on down to the uh, South Point. Remember, you've got to be 21 years old, and the doors open at 1030 on Sunday morning. It's going to be great here at the South Point. It'll be rocking and rolling for the Super Bowl between the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. And now I bring on our, our pigskin guru, Rich Ang. Richie, good morning. The, uh, before we get started, I just want to make a couple comments. One is... Uh, I, I saw a couple of comments on social media by two people, mm-hmm. two you know famous people in the the media. One was Boomer Esiason, the former Bengals quarterback, and the other was Jack Buck, uh, the uh, the announcer. And uh, they both basically said that having the Super Bowl in Las Vegas was a bad idea, that it was trouble, and that uh, you know it was only trouble waiting to happen. I couldn't agree, disagree more with uh, either of those takes because Las Vegas, uh, Ralph, you've been in this town for 30-something years. I've been here for 25 years. This is a great city, and, uh, you know, if, uh, quite frankly, adults can get in trouble anywhere in this country if they look hard enough. Uh, so uh, pointing the finger at Vegas, uh, I think, is not the right angle, well, not I, the right take. I have two takes on that, and I saw those tweets as well. First of all, when you make a comment like that, I think you're making a comment on what you feel and what might what you might do. As far as that's concerned, he might uh, those guys might not trust themselves here in Las Vegas when they were uh, playing to do what these tri- players are asked to do now. So that's one thing you got to take the view of the person and put them in there. Okay. Secondly, betting on the Super Bowl has been there since the first Super Bowl all over the country. It didn't matter. And, uh, you know, as far as uh, the uh, legal, legal books here in Las Vegas are concerned, these legal books have as much at stake to keep the integrity of the game as the players and the industry does itself. There's no doubt about that. And for, for that matter, there have been times here in Las Vegas, Nevada, over the years, where the bookmakers here have uh, given the leagues uh, heads up that something strange was going on as far as anything that you would see that would be nefarious. So we're the best policemen. So when they make those comments, they might be making it from an individual, uh, you know, how they would feel here if they were in their positions. Not a problem here, folks. Trust me. 
All right, now it's time to um, uh, get to, get to some more props. You gave us a couple yesterday. I know you've been fishing around. First of all, the latest numbers on the game. Well, they're hanging in there at uh, San Francisco favored minus two and 47 and a half. And uh, there's a chance, obviously, especially on Saturday and Sunday, as the late money pours in, we're six and seven-figure bets start uh, uh, coming into our uh, racing sports books, that the number could change possibly a half point. Um, I think we discussed the fact that seeing a three is probably going to be uh, unusual uh, because the casinos don't like to put themselves in that kind of exposure. But uh, I think two and a halves are possible, especially if San Francisco money pours in. i got to tell you, if you see a three out there, that's going to indicate to whoever uh, you're out there, whatever book you're in, is that they're overloaded on on uh, one side and need uh, the other side. They need you to delay the three to kind of, uh, uh, you know, balance it out because they're trying just to get it balanced. But if you see a three out there, it ain't going to last long. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. It'll be a a, a wink of an eye. Uh, as far as uh, taking a look at some price plays that are outside of the, the vanilla picks, on the back page of the, uh, the the big report for from the South Point for all the props, there is a, a page for the exact final score will be for both either the 49ers and the Chiefs. And uh, I think my uh, thought process on this would be, as far as advice, Ralph, if people think the 47.5 for the total is going to be uh, pretty accurate and the minus two as far as the points is going to be accurate, that means that tells me that both teams are probably going to score somewhere in the range between 20 points up to 30 points. And so if I was going to look at some numbers, to bet for either team, I would be looking for some combination of touchdowns, seven, and field goals, three, in the range between 20 and 30. So, for example, with the 49ers, uh, uh, if for them to score 20 points is 10 to 1. For them to score 23 points is 15 to 1. 24 points is 10 to 1. 27 points is 10 to 1. And 30 points is 15 to 1. The odds are a little different for those same numbers for the Chiefs. But uh, I would be fishing in those areas as far as uh, a most logical type score, uh, 10 to 1 being the cheapest price uh, with a high of somewhere of 15 to 1. So, you know, if you buy a few of those, it's kind of like playing a roulette where you put a few bets on some of the numbers and hope the ball falls into your spot. Yeah, not a question about that. If you uh, handicap the game and you have an opinion on who's going to win the game, then you have a pretty good idea if you're going to win your uh, prediction on how the game is going to go. Now, of course, there's crazy plays that happen all the time. We see that in the playoffs. We saw it in Super Bowls. But when you're talking about uh, the the approach that you have, it, it's just once you find out what you think is going to happen in the game, you ought to know how the game is, is supposed to be played or should be played or will be played, and then you can uh, fish from there because those odds are good. You're talking about odds, again, of uh, 10 to 1, 15 to 1, and 10 to 1. Now, you could put a couple of bucks on all three of them and still make money. I mean, it's it's a good play, certainly, yep. as far as sports betting is concerned, when most of the time you're laying 110 to win one. And, of course, again, reminding everybody that here at the South Point, if you wanted to make a straight bet on the game itself, either betting the San Francisco 49ers and or the Kansas City Chiefs, the VIG in town, the traditional VIG with bookmakers, is minus 110, minus 110 for every one. And so now it's going to be minus 105. So they're taking their profit margin in half 
and giving it back to the player. Yeah, you know, if one of these guys from out of town, not you or me, Ralph, but if they're going to bet a hundred thousand, that one hundred five is a huge difference from the one ten. So they should come here to the South Point. Yeah, I mean that's enough to pick up dinner, even if you lose the the bet. That's for sure. <laughs> All right. So, in any case, then uh, you're you're looking for a possibility of uh, maybe the points, uh, the actual points made, not the points spread. These will be the actual points made by these teams in the game. Yeah, because perfect numbers, Ralph. If uh, forty-seven and a half and minus two actually come to pass, yeah. that means uh, an almost perfect score would be twenty-four, twenty-three. And if you bet some of these numbers that I uh, talked about, you would hit both of your uh, tickets with the 49ers and the Chiefs. All right, uh, Richie, do you have a simulcast play for us today or no? No, uh, no no horses. I heard Jonathan's horse, but uh, if you want, I can come up with one tomorrow when maybe more, more tracks are operating. Sure, absolutely, because as you know, uh, Santa Anita has canceled their card for tomorrow. So we'll be looking for a pick as well. And, of course, your final thoughts on Super Bowl Sunday as well. Thanks a lot, Rich. Hey, thanks, Ralph. Good luck, everybody. All right, we're going to wrap it up with our usual duo to close out the show. The main event guys coming up, John and Jerry. John Lindo is next. Don't go away on this almost Friday, Thursday race day show. South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. Okay, for those of you watching uh, the uh, video feed on South Point Studios uh, section of uh, YouTube, and uh, for those of you who aren't, why aren't you? Come on over and watch because we got some two great shows in addition to our show on the South Point Studios streaming right now, and they are Punchlines with Frank Nicotero. Frank is a hell of a personality, and he's been at the uh, Super Bowl ra- Radio Row. He's been doing all the uh, Super Bowl. Uh, experiences and all that. He has great shows coming up, especially this week. But every week, Punchlines is on Monday through Friday from noon until 1 o'clock right here. And, of course, Sports by the Book, you need to know what's going on late as far as the numbers are concerned. They cover it all, trust me, with uh, Chris Andrews and, and uh, Vinny Mugliolo and the, and the crew there. Sports by the Book, seven days a week now, Monday to Friday, 3 to 4 o'clock, and on Saturday and Sunday, 8.30 a.m. to 10 a.m. following us on the weekends. you gotta, you got to be in tune with these guys if, you got, if you're going to have any uh, success at the Super Bowl, that's for sure. Great shows right here at the South Point Studios. All right, now we go to John Lendo standing by. John, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How you doing? I'm doing fine, my man. We're getting ready over here for the Super Bowl. Finally, the weather has cleared up. It was raining all night long here. How about there? Yeah, we got a couple of storms last night. Uh, I don't know what's going on at the track this morning. They're supposed to be open for joggers. I'm assuming that's the case. I haven't heard otherwise. So let's hope that uh, that happens and they can open the track for full training tomorrow. Those horses need to get some work in up there. 
Now, John, I understand that when they put out the release on that, they made mention that they're doing it because the horses haven't been training for a while, and so they delayed it one more day to get them, I guess, in one more day of returning to training, I guess. Yeah, I understand Jason Egan, the racing secretary there, they met with a lot of the horsemen on Tuesday looking at the schedule when the track would be available, and a lot of the horsemen said, well, you know, if we can't do anything but jog on Thursday, I, I can't run this weekend. I've got to get some work into my horses. So, uh, you know, I think it was a reasonable decision. It's a logical decision, and it's a safe decision. So I have no problem with canceling tomorrow in the best interest of the horses. And remember, we were talking about, you and I were talking about uh, just yesterday about how the not only the rain canceling the actual day of racing because of track conditions, but then that ripples on out to the uh, training patterns and the training schedules for these horses, and uh, that horses who are not fit can uh, hurt themselves with uh, muscle ailments, et cetera, if they're not fit, just like people. If you're not fit, you're going to be sore. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, that's part of the new California Horse Racing Board rules and regulations as far as uh, what we can do when the weather gets bad in Southern California. And we just, these are the rules we have and these are what we have to deal with. And, uh, you know, we abide by them and go on. So it, it doesn't help the product at, at sometimes. Well, I can tell you this, in uh, being cautious about getting these horses fit, I think that's a good move. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I, I think it was the right thing. They weren't going to be able to use the turf course tomorrow. If it does not rain between now and Saturday, I understand that they should be in good shape to use the grass course over the weekend. Well, John, if uh, the weatherman is right, uh, we're going to have clear sailing. We're going to get five straight days of racing at Santa Anita starting next Thursday after this weekend. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and President's Day Monday, so let's keep our fingers crossed on that. Now, you do the Linda Report a lot of times when Santa Anita is not running at other tracks, and right now you're concentrating for your other track as far as Gulfstream Park is concerned, and you do have a sheet today, a Linda Report, here uh, at the uh, South Point for Gulfstream today, right? Yeah, I've got Gulfstream today, and we'll do Gulfstream tomorrow, too, with Santa Anita closed. All right. Quickly, because I know uh, when you begin the week at a racetrack, you'll uh, give an update on jockey trainer standings. Uh, what do we got? All right, Ortiz is your leading rider at Gulfstream. He's got 72 wins. Paco Lopez second with 57. Jose Ortiz is third with 46. And as far as the trainers go, Safi Joseph has been on top at Gulfstream since the start. He's got 35 wins there. Todd Pletcher has 20. Mark Cassie rounds out the top three. He's got 18 wins. And those filthy favorites. Favor's still winning at a pretty solid number down at Gulfstream, 39% for the meet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at least uh, at least those, those favorites there, we're not talking about 260 Most of the favorites are paying pretty good, 6 $7 or whatever. All right, we got nine races today at Gulfstream. Your Lindo Report covering all the races, suggested late pick four, and all the goody information we just talked about. One comprehensive sheet today for Gulfstream is available only in one place in this gaming capital and the Super Bowl capital right now this week. And it's here at the South Point. The Linda Report for today at Gulfstream, right here at the South Point, free of charge exclusively, and it's complimentary here because they love horse players here at the South Point. Hey, John, give me a pick. Let's go to race number five today, Ralph. In the fifth race, number seven, Ramsey's Solution is an eight-year-old. He doesn't get to the races often, but when he does, he wins. Uh, he's coming off another layoff, but he runs well fresh. The key here, he, he drops out of a stakes race, and he gets the Lasix back. Mm -hmm. Three of his last four starts with Lasix resulted in wins. He ought to fall into a good stocking trip, stocking his stablemate on the rail, uh, and uh, that horse's name is a Stat, and then there's a couple other speed horses too. So 
he gets the right trip in here. He's 5-1 to one on the program, but there's a late scratch at number 6, Kuramata, so that'll lower the price a little bit. We'll take 3-1 to one on number number 7, Ramsey Solution, race 5, Gulfstream Park. Yeah, the 6 horse Kuramata, is scratched 7-5 to five on the morning line, uh, so you got him out of there. But uh, Ramsey Solution with Tyler Gaffleon will be a decent and solid price, that's for sure, in the fifth race at a mile scheduled for the turf. At a mile on the turf, fifth race, number 7, Ramsey Solution. John Lindo's pick off the Lindo Report. John? With Santa Anita being dark tomorrow, tomorrow, Linda report again for Gulfstream? Yeah, Gulfstream tomorrow, and then back to Santa Anita when they open up, fingers crossed, on Saturday. Got them. Both crossed, right there. <laughs> uh, we need the help, Ralph. You better believe it. And by the way, I'm going to tap you on it. I'm going to ask you who you like in the Super Bowl on Sunday, too. Don't worry. Okay, well, I had to go and uh, get my wife a, a hat for a certain team last night. So. Oh, okay. All right, well, why don't you wear a hat? No, never mind. Uh, <laughs> In any case, uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks. You got it, Ralph. Good luck today. All right. Now we're going to go to Jerry Jackowitz, who's been giving us uh, some uh, tips on not only uh, his power pages and how to read them, but also uh, uh, betting strategies on how to uh, make the most out of uh, betting uh, the races when you come with uh, good plays on the sheet. So, Jerry, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. And I want want you to complete what you uh, started yesterday because we ran out of time. So go ahead. Yeah, so um, what makes a pop-out key? And there's really two elements that make a pop-out key for me, and that's form and value. Form I would define as a belief, something that I see in the horse that makes me think he's a little better than his most recent race. That he, maybe the last race is uh, just a throwout for whatever reason, or the horse is just... um, getting older and growing up from maybe a two-year-old to a three-year-old. And I think because of time, he should be able to run faster uh, now that he's coming back with a race, something like that, that there's, it's not just, just the speed figure that the best speed figure the horse has been able to run or the most recent, uh, some combination of however you, you look at speed figures, but it's a sense that the form that the horse is improving. People out there, the public doesn't bet on the imaginary or the imagined, I should say, improvement cycles. They bet on static, factual numbers that they think are factual. They aren't really factual. They're factual of what has happened in the past. But if you can imagine the improvement cycle in a horse, you're seeing something about where he's going, not where he's been. Um, and we, of course, we use all of the different insights we get from uh, races a horse has run through his past performances. But the psyche that the horse is on an improvement of some sort, or you believe he could be of an improvement, and there's value at the same time, make it worthwhile. So any horse you bet has to have value. And you should, most of your bets, you should have a sense of improving form. When you take the power page, for example, basically they look like a set of numbers, but you see horses that have stars. Those are horses, I think, that have some improvement in, in, their, in their profile. I imagine them to maybe be going forward. And then there's the V horses, which are horses that I simply think have a chance at a big number. I don't, I'm not imagining good form, but and you know how well we do with those. I mean, they're yeah. way, way positive ROI. Mm-hmm. You just buy the power pages for them and just bet them win in place. But that's another story. When you get the power page, and the reason I make it, 
the first thing you should do in each race is write down the odds of next to each horse. Because I give you the 12, the 12 best horses in the race. I stop at 12. But you can write down the odds on every horse. And you'd be surprised how many times you'll see the third or fourth or fifth horse has a big price. And right away, you know you have a value proposition right there and then. Sometimes you'll see there's a star on the horse and there's a good value. And you'll know you have a pop-out key right there and then because it'll have improving form if you believe in me. And it'll have value if you believe in yourself and you've decided, oh, that's a good value for that horse. So just write down the odds numbers next to my PPNs, projected power numbers I give you for each horse. And you can start to imagine or you can start to put together plays very nicely. Now, let me ask you the this. third part of this is how do you bet? Right. We've talked about it over and over. But I'm going to take it backwards from 20 to 1s, long shots, down to more, more favorite likes. Okay. 20 to 1s are the easiest ones to bet. You bet one part to win, two parts to place. And the reason for that is 20 to runs run, 1s run second two times for every time they win. It's a very simple thing. You add those numbers up. If you're able to get a third of the win price on your spreads, you add it up that you're actually getting the full win price by doing it that way. You only have to hit one out of 20 and come in second twice out of 20 to be actually a winner with that, with that proposition. We discussed betting. Betting is really about exactus or trifectus for me, where you're really spreading. You really take the, the horse you like, you put him with the favorite an extra couple of times to make sure you get the right payout. And then you just kind of spread through the rest of the race to normalize a payout so that you're getting with every horse approximately the same amount of return. These are simple concepts. But if you do them in every race, in every bet, maybe bet three, four times a day instead of nine times a day, you're going to come out much better. You're going to be doing much, much better. And you're going to actually have some real cash growing in your kicker. That's right. what I like to have to say to you. Right. Using the power page is, is, is simple. It's, it's smart. And if you don't like to do your own handicapping, take the power page with your favorite handicapper and put the two of them together. Yeah. And you're going to do way better, I promise you. As long as you don't bet favorites and as long as you're not betting every race on, because you don't have a concept of improvement. All right. Concept of betterment. All right. Well, there it is. Well, there it is. And uh, that uh, there it is for the show, too. So uh, you, we worked out perfect that way. By the way, three tracks will have early post times on Super Bowl Sunday. Aqueduct, Golden Gate, and Santa Anita will have early post times on Saturday. So you can come out and play the races here and then go to one of our Super Bowl parties. It's going to be great. In the meantime, Jerry has one more thing to say. And I know he's going to say it. Have a great race day, everybody. It's Ralph Salato at Race Day Las Vegas, morning on 1400 KSHP North Las Vegas, online at KSHP.com.